the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. If we look to the answer as to why for so many years we achieved so much, prospered as no other people on earth, it was because here in this land we unleashed the energy and individual genius of man to a greater extent than has ever been done before. Those who say that we're in a time when there are no heroes, they just don't know where to look. The sloping hills of Arlington National Cemetery with its row upon row of simple white markers, bearing crosses, or stars of David, they add up to only a tiny fraction of the price that has been paid for our freedom. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it. We will not surrender for it now or ever. We are Americans. This is Always Right on AM 1420, The Answer. Here's your host, Bob France. Yes, indeed. Good morning. Thank you so much for joining us. At seven minutes after the hour of nine o'clock on a Thursday, the tenth morning of the second month in the year of our Lord, twenty twenty-two. Got a wide open first hour for you. I've got a lot of stuff I want to talk about, but I've got a lot of uh, a lot of opportunities and time to listen to you and what you've got to talk about as way uh, as well. Rather, we are guest free in this first hour today, so uh, dial it up when you want. Uh, 216-901-0945-888-281-1110. Coming up in the second hour, however, we're a little bit busier. We're going to talk with Dr. Everett Piper, as we do each and every Thursday at that time at 1010. Looking forward to his conversation. He's got a host of really good ones uh, to discuss with us today. He has thoughts, by the way, on Ohio State University. If you're a Buckeye fan, if you're a Buckeye grad, if you're a Buckeye alum, if you're a Buckeye parent, O.H., I'm not going to finish it. Not in the celebratory mood when it comes to the Ohio State University and their their support and their encouragement of students to go to the exhibits during Ohio State's Sex Week 2022 and give thanks to the abortion providers that are there. you didn't hear that story earlier, well, you have now. You'll hear Dr. Piper's response to it at 1010 this morning. But yes, Ohio State students, your kids, if they're in, uh, if they're in Columbus, your kids being encouraged to go down and say thank you to the baby killers on the scene. And I can't think of it any, any other way to say it than that. That's exactly what it is. Thank the abortion providers that are at Ohio State's Sex Week. So in this room, you can learn all kinds of great ways to have unprotected sex. 
In the room down the hall, you can learn great ways to have all kinds of deviant, perhaps multi-partnered, perhaps same sex or gendered, all kinds of weird kooky crap. And then in the room down at the end of the hall, you can go have whatever is the result of those actions taken care of by the abortion providers. Schedule right on site. See you in a few weeks. Have my procedure done. Thank you for being there for us. I wish I was making that up. That's what they're doing. So Dr. Piper will join us at uh, 1010 to talk about that and a whole lot of other things. At 1035, we're going to check in with Michael Reagan. Michael Reagan, of course, son of the man that you heard at the top of our broadcast, as we do each and every day, President Ronald Reagan. Michael Reagan is doing some tremendous work on uh, behalf of some tremendous people, specifically veterans, specifically American veterans. We're going to talk to him about some of that and uh, a little bit more about what's going on with him today. He's got another book out, a new book out, uh, and uh, uh, really really looking forward to catching up with him. He is the president of the Reagan Legacy Foundation, of course. He's a best-selling author and a columnist as well. And uh, So we're going to talk to him about some of the great work. President Reagan, did you know uh, just this week, Four days ago would have been his 111th birthday. I didn't say happy birthday to President Reagan, so uh, or to his legacy. So uh, obviously we pay tribute to the great communicator every day on this program at the top of the hours with Reagan clips, and uh, we'll always do so. But uh, today we'll talk with Michael Reagan. Uh, there are so few World War II veterans left with us right now. Michael uh, and his organization, uh, the Reagan Legacy Foundation, has a nonprofit called Walkway to Victory. And uh, they are saluting and honoring all vets who served in the Monumental War, World War II, uh, through that walkway to victory. And there are so few of them, the time to honor them is right now. I mean, literally, uh, while they're still alive, those who are, men and women who fought and served as part of that greatest generation. So, Dr. Piper at 1010, Michael Reagan at 1035, wide open in hour number one. And with that, what do you say we get started with the news of the day after we pay tribute to our great country and pledge our allegiance to the flag and the nation that it represents? Please, patriots rise, face your flag, and don't forget, I'm asking for flag pictures. My website is being built right now. Uh, I'll tell you when it's ready, and when we get it together, I will be posting pictures of listeners' flags. Whatever it is that you face when we do our pledge every morning, I would like a picture of it. You can send it to me at uh, my, on my Facebook page through direct message. You don't have to be a Facebook friend of mine to do that. You can also send it to me on my Getter account, which is always right, WHK. Always write WHK if you are a getter user. But send me your pictures of your flags. What do you face every day when we do our Pledge of Allegiance? I think it's phenomenal, and I will post those. Uh, Right now, I will ask you to face that flag and join us. If you are a Biden voter, if you are a supporter of 7.5% inflation, the highest in 40 years, that's 4-0-40. You have to wrap your brain around that. What were you doing 40 years ago? How old were you? What was your life like? And I can tell you this is coming off of the record high inflation of the late 1970s. But it was 1982 uh, as President Reagan continued to work in his very beginning of his first term to improve the economy that was handed to him by Jimmy Carter with record inflation and gas lines and uh, you know shortages, supply chain disruptions, all of the things that you are seeing today repeated now, or excuse me, uh, started then and are being repeated now. 
So if you're a supporter of uh, the man who made that happen, and yes, Joe Biden, smiling, you did that, uh, then go ahead and take a knee alongside your favorite ex-quarterback. We know you don't want to say this pledge anyway. For the rest of I, us... I pledge allegiance, allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. It would appear that our pledged leader had the hiccups there. Sorry about that. Uh, but let's talk about this. We must talk about this. We're going to start with that, as a matter of fact. U.S. inflation rate came out today. It is much higher than it was even expected to be. It was per, it was expected to be by the expert prognosticators uh, 7.3%, which would still have been an extraordinary year-over-year increase. But instead, it was 7.5. You might say, what's the difference between 7.3 and 7.5? Isn't it about the same anyway? When you're talking about an economy the size of the United States, 0.2% is a massive difference. All right? It's enormous. January CPI jumped 7.5% year over year from 7% in December. That's a 40-year high, way above the 7.3% expected. Inflation mainly driven by the mismatch between supply and demand, which, again, of course, is also impacted by decisions made by President Brandon. It excludes volatile food and energy components, core prices increasing 6% year-over-year, also the most since 1982. Um, This is extraordinary. This is absolutely extraordinary. And, oh, by the way, if you think that's okay because aren't wages going up too, so doesn't it match? Absolutely not. The only people for whom wages are going up or is going up um, of course, are people who were working in the service sector who were making, you know, uh, let's say, you know, minimum wage type wages or nine or ten dollars an hour, perhaps before the quote pandemic unquote uh, hit. Uh, now, in order to get people back to work in those jobs, uh, people have been just on easy street. People who were laid off from those non-essential positions, putting their feet up coasting by on all of the extra unemployment benefits, supplemental benefits given to them by the Brandon administration. And so to get them to come back to work, some employers had to up those from 10 to $15 an hour. In some cases, you'll drive by, you might see a Taco Bell marquee that says $18 an hour to start. I saw one of those. That's what made me think of it. So there are some for whom wages are going up, but only the individuals who are at the lower end of the wage scale in the first place, and second of all, only to coax them back to work. That can't be the norm. Otherwise, restaurants will be closing all over the country because no restaurant owner whose profit margins are are you know razor thin to begin with is going to be able to afford everybody making double the wages they were before the pandemic. That's what I'm calling it, by the way. I'm not the only one, but it's uh, it is. It was planned. So, um, no, the wages of middle-class America have not gone up. The wages of middle-class America, as a matter of fact, have stagnated. The wages of middle-class America are no different now than they were before the pandemic, and the only difference is a whole bunch of people who got laid off uh, and were receiving the benefits who were ready to go back to work the moment they were called. They weren't just going to continue to put their feet up and, and soak the government for every dime that they can get. Those individuals going back to work at the same wages they were when they started in their plant, uh, in their shop, in their store, in their whatever. So those individuals have not seen an increase, particularly not to the point of 
So here we are, uh, watching the Biden slash Brandon administration in action. This is what happens when you walk into office on, on day one, you cancel our energy independence that we had generated under the Trump administration, simply because it was done under the Trump administration. You understand? Canceling the Keystone XL pipeline, canceling the leases for fracking on federal lands, all of the things that made us energy independent and net exporters of energy for the first time ever happened under Trump. Those were canceled day one under President Brandon. Then you get, so of course, of course, what do you get? What do you get when you have energy costing more now? And, uh, when, uh, you know, OPEC, the oil producing nations that we have to now get our energy from and get our oil from, and they start jacking the prices up and we ask them, Hey, can you release more of that and lower the price? And they say, no, kiss our, uh, kiss our OPEC A's. Um, you're begging on the world stage. You're begging. And when that energy costs more, what else costs more? Everything to produce what comes to your home, what comes to your grocery store, what comes to your retail store, what comes to your auto parts store. Everything costs more. In addition, the transporting of said products and goods. Trucking industry. They've got to increase the costs of their shipping on their contracts because their fuel costs are so much higher. That adds to the price tag of your items that you want to buy. Oh, I mean, this is not rocket science. We know how the supply and uh, uh, um, demand system works. We know what happens along that supply chain when there are disruptions or increases in costs. They get passed on to the consumer. All of those employers who had to raise their wages to get people to come off of Joe Biden's free dime, of course, it's no such thing as free, but to them it was, all of those individuals' uh, price hikes, or, or rather salary hikes, um, get passed on in the cost of the food that you eat. So this is, this is literally and directly, and I haven't even spoken to the pandemic, and of course demanding the pandemic and demanding that the truckers, for example, in Gavin Newsom's Cal- California, the truckers have to be vaccinated to bring their rigs into California to go to the ports, to get the stuff off of the containers, out of the containers, excuse me, that were on the ships that had been sitting there, uh, you know, outside uh, hundred, uh, you know, you know, a few miles off of the port, hundreds of ships uh, outside of those ports of entry, because there's no truckers to offload the, the goods onto, because the truckers don't want to get jabbed, or at least thousands and thousands of them, because they're in a truck, not working in a crowd of people, and so the truckers uh, aren't moving. At the rate that they were before, everything included, or everything you know um, that is that is a part of this, can be directly attributable to uh, policies established by the new presidential administration one year ago last month. And literally, there is nothing that I am saying right now that is disputable. It's not debatable. It's not arguable. It's not questionable. It's reality. The decisions made in the Oval Office by the doddering, old, dementia-addled, confused man being puppet-strained into socialism by very, very evil players behind the scenes, those decisions have had real-world consequences for mainstream America, middle-class America. A seven point, let's just, let's just lay it out there. If a government came to you 
Well, let me rephrase. A candidate came to you and said, I want to lead your government. And when I do, we're going to increase your taxes by 7.5%. Not on the rich people, on all people. 7.5%. Will you vote for me? What do you think America would tell that candidate? No, I'm not going to vote to let you raise my taxes 7.5%. But when you raise prices on everything you buy by 7.5%, which is what an inflation increase of 7.5% means, then it's the same thing as increasing your taxes. So Joe Brandon literally just increased all Americans' taxes. If you're poor, the goods you buy are still going to be 7.5% higher. If you're middle class, 7.5% higher. If you're upper class, it's it's an across-the-board 7.5% price slash tax increase. And there's no way to dispute that. So all I can say is, you know those pictures of smiling Joe pointing his finger that say, I did that? Usually people are sticking them on gas pumps, pointing at the gas costs. Well, now you can stick them next to 7.5% inflation increase. Because yes, creepy, sleepy, dementia-riddled Joe Biden did that. And perhaps that's why I wear, with equal parts pride and disgust, T-shirts and hoodies that tell everybody what we think of President Biden. And it's why I end every show with that phrase that's on my T-shirts and my hoodies that I wear everywhere. Let's go, Brandon. I'll be right back. Mad. This is blasphemy. This is madness. You need something different. This is always right with Bob France on AM 1420. The answer. 7.5%. Simply unbelievable. 7.5%. The increase in prices across the board. Highest since 1982. Looks like we got a lot of people who want to speak out on this, so let's do it. 216-901-0945-888-281-1110. LaGrange, David, you're on AM 1420, The Answer. Hi, David. Go ahead, sir. Yes, Bob. I was wondering if I can comment on uh, two subjects you're talking about. The abortion sure. uh, convention, I would call it, down in uh, Ohio State University. Yeah, that's and what it is. energy. Uh, wonder if they're going to be showing illustrations such as photos, videos of an actual abortion being performed. And I would answer that question right now. Probably not. I'd bet $1,000 that they won't because it would really show what an actual abortion is. And abortion is murder because once you perform an abortion, you're going to see a baby there. And you're going to see a head. You're going to see arms. You're going to see legs. You're going to see a human being being murdered. And they won't show that. They never will. No, not only will they not show it as part of their display that they want students to go down there and say thank you for, thank you, abortion providers, if any pro-lifers outside of their little convention, outside of their little displays, put up 
uh, you know, pictures that you're talking about, pictures of babies being destroyed in the womb, uh, they will be taken down by campus police. Almost guaranteed that is what will happen because they will be considered to be harassing uh, the uh, uh, the sex-weak and uh, pro-abortionist uh, students. So the, not only will they not display it, they will make sure nobody, is, nobody else is allowed to. What else do you have? Okay, and the Keystone Pipeline and the energy... Uh, Wondering the cancellation of the Keystone Pipeline, could that do with anything of, uh, about Warren Buffett being a donator to Obama and Biden? Since uh, Warren Buffett does own majority of the rail system in this country, would that cut into his transportation I, of the I, oil? I, 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 I wouldn't say that it's like you know done for that reason or to benefit him. I think there's probably a lot of uh, players behind the scene that go into, into making decisions like this, but the primary decision and the primary reason is because, and thank you so much for the call, is because of what people uh, said during the Trump administration when they didn't even want the Keystone uh, Pipeline built, and that is that it's going to be environmentally uh, damaging. It's uh, it's going to contribute to climate change. They want anything that has to do with, with mining for, digging, drilling, etc., and then transporting fossil fuels like oil through these pipelines they want them stop they want it stop because they want to crush the fossil fossil fuel industry now does that benefit people uh you know in in powerful positions like you're talking about probably but i don't know that there's any one individual or two that uh, are responsible for this this is the green movement put forth by quite frankly anti-capitalists uh in the in the united states of america they want you to pay a carbon tax so that the government has even more control over you that's the reason they wanted to crush the pipeline. Um, let's go to Lucy in Bedford. Hi, Lucy. You're on the air. Go ahead. Lucy. All right. How about uh, Joe in Parma? Joe, are hey, you there? Bob. Hey, Bob. Yes. Another yes, way of looking at this 7.5% uh, tax and expenses, it's like this. If you have a 401k or if you have an investment plan or a retirement plan, you have make minimum at least seven and a half percent on your investments in order just to break even you haven't even made anything yet so really you have to make an unrealistic amount of like 10 12 uh, percent or whatever on average right uh just to not lose money in your existing investment so you're point. being tax you're you're making you're buying more at the store and your investments have to make that much just to break even before you're even making a profit. And by the way, what is happening with investments right now? Investments are getting crushed at the same time because the markets are down, probably because of the policies, again, that we talk about here by, by the brand administration. I just got a, a notification in the mail the other day. It was my monthly statement for my IRA. I've got an IRA. That's my retirement. I don't have a 401k. I have an IRA. My IRA lost uh, like 8% for crying out loud in the month of January. So not only yeah, are, as you say, are our are, 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 uh, prices going up at the at the retailers, but our investments that you're talking about, whether it's for retirement or 529 education or whatever the right. investments you make, they're getting killed at the same time. They're getting killed. And it wasn't like this with Trump. When we had Trump, we saw the um, stock market going crazy. All the 401ks were doing well. So this is like a double. Uh, it's even more so like a big swing there. We, we were up. Now we're down. Plus, we're losing from the from the inflation. 
Yep, you're exactly right, my friend. Thank you for underscoring even more of the damage by the uh, the branded administration. Let's get a quick time out. We'll come back. i got a lot of other news for you, but I want to take your calls, too, because we're going to be guest-heavy in hour two. So if you want to be heard, this is the time. 216-901-0945. Right back on Always Right. Media is always left. Tune your radio to the right and find a voice of reason amid the liberal chaos. Always right with Bob France on AM 1420. The answer. 937. Good Thursday to you. Thanks for being with us. Right back to your calls here in a second. I'm just looking at the rundown of uh, Sex Week, which starts on Sunday at The Ohio State University. Buckeye fans. Buckeye grads, Buckeye students, Buckeye parents. You'll be so proud, right? In addition to the thank your abortion providers, which is, I just, I, I run out of things to say about that. I really do. In fact, do you know what it's called, the event during sex week is called about the uh, abortion providers? Valentine's for abortion providers. They want students to come by because it's, you know, Valentine's Day is on, on uh, Monday. They want students to come by and give Valentine thank yous to the abortion providers who kill the babies inside of them or inside of their girlfriends or inside of their one-night stands or inside of their whatevers. Um, And thank them for that. Here you go. You're my Valentine. You tore my baby's arms, legs, and head off inside of me. And uh, if you haven't yet, you will. You're promising to whenever I engage in my sex week practices and go out there and are extraordinarily careless and get myself knocked up, and you'll rip them apart for me. Here's my Valentine. Here's your Valentine. Thank you, abortion provider. This is. I, I'm not, I can't write comedy or uh, parody or satire this this good. I can't. I'm not. I'm not good enough to write that well. And I'm a writer. I have an English degree, and I can't write. I, I don't have that kind of creativity. This is real. I'm reading it from their website. Some of the other events. Debunking abstinence-only sex ed with Sasha. Sasha is their an acronym for their organization on campus. Gentle masculinity with pink manta ray. I don't know what pink manta ray is. I don't want to know. All I know is what it's a part of. Oh, Lordy, I just found out what it was. Pink Manta Ray is a person named Skylar Baylar, who is the first openly transgender NCAA Division I swimmer. Wait a minute, I thought that was the uh, uh, the dude in uh, at Penn. Anyway. Gentle masculinity with a, a dude who thinks he's a chick. I'll stop there. On Valentine's Day, there's Sexpo, an educational fair. Uh, also on the 14th, binders, packers, and toys. Oh, my. This is an event surrounding BDSM. BDSM stands for, does it show? Because I don't know, ex- I know the uh, the uh, abbreviation or the acronym or the abbreviation. It's I know the first one is bondage, and and the other ones are probably something similar. Let's just stop right there. Considering they're using binders and packers and toys 
as the headline. Just let your imagination run as wild as you want or don't want it to. Did I mention to you this is being hosted at the Ohio State University? Yeah. Up to date, a panel on repro rights is a uh, is one of the breakout sessions. Uh, on Tuesday the 15th, you can go to the affirmed gender-affirming surgery info session with Dr. Gallagher. So if you suffer from, an, from a psychological disorder, one in which your mind cannot reconcile itself with the fact that you are a male or a female, literally, through your chromosomes, through your reproductive organs, through your anatomy, through your biology. If your mind is messed up there, no, don't fix your mind. Let's have surgery and alter your body. Oh, therapy? To make somebody realize that they are actually a boy or a girl? No, 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 no. No, no psychological therapy. Physical mutilation. That's the way to go. Let's celebrate that during sex week. On Wednesday the 16th, you have the ABCs of LGBTQ+, a queer history with crafts. Okay. You can go make birdhouses and learn how to tie knots with... With with the queer history people. Okay. There it is. Here's the winner. February 16th, Valentine's for Abortion Providers. Meet Sasha in the union on the first floor to help thank the abortion providers in Ohio and Texas. I don't know why the Texas thing is there, but whatever. For the valuable work they do for reproductive rights, we will be creating Valentine's. Oh, so they're going to make the Valentines and send them or give them to the abortion providers. Thank you for the wonderful work you do at destroying lives daily. That's just super. Doesn't it make you want to run around yelling, O-H! I, uh, I can't, and I won't. Also on February 16th, Wednesday, treat yourself. Masturbation and self-exploration. I'm just going to let that sit there. On the 16th, also trivia, are you a sexpert? All right, have a trivia game. It's probably the least offensive thing I've heard so far. Uh, On Thursday, experiencing pleasure after sexual assault. I'm not touching it. Also on Thursday, safe queer swiping. A dating app discussion. Okay. Um, Yeah. Thank you, Ohio State, for being an educational leader. You're wonderful. Great Minds Kink Alive with Lion's Den is also a breakout session you can attend on Thursday. Obviously, the key word there being kink. We'll have a variety of toys and gear to help introduce kink and how to practice bondage, fetishes, and more in a safe manner. Yeah, that's that sounds like safety. Friday at The Ohio State University, home of our beloved Buckeyes, and probably the school that many, many, many people here have either attended, since it's the largest university in America, or whose kids or grandkids attend it now. What are my options? A family planning panel. Wow, that one actually has hope. Maybe there's something in there about responsible family planning. Highly doubtful, but there it is. On the 18th, Cripping Up Sex with Eva, Sex and Disability, 101. 
again, it's about disabilities and able-bodied people and how they can get their kink on. Okay. Freaky Friday, a beginner's guide to pleasure. Wonder how many elementary school kids are going to have there to demonstrate that. Because that's what they're teaching in a lot of elementary schools, by the way. Ooh, on the 18th, look at that. They've got two days devoted to Valentine's for abortion providers. They do it on Wednesday and Friday, because there's a lot of abortion providers out there. We need to make a lot of Valentines. Let's talk about Drag Baby. That speaks for itself. A taste of tantric yoga with cat? What are they doing with cats? Oh, wait a minute. I think cat is the name of the, the instructor. Maybe. Then again, who knows? Maybe it does involve cats. And finally, on uh, Saturday, they wrap up Sex Week with the Sex Week Social, <laughs> where they all get together at a party and get liquored up and practice all of the depravity that they learned over the last six days. <laughs> and then culminating, of course, with a visit to the abortion providers to say thank you in advance for the great work you will do in, uh, in uh, undoing what we have done. O.H., Oh, no. TJ's in Cleveland. Hi, TJ. You're on the air. Go ahead. Yeah, hi, Bob. Uh, you know, Bob, this 7.5% is not realistic. You know, they were just talking this morning. The price of used cars are up 40%, not 7.5%, 40%. Uh, I was looking in the paper. A used car you could have bought a year and a half ago for 17000 Now they're asking $22,000, for it. Now that's six thousand in one year out of somebody's budget. Yeah. Uh, what Biden has created here is a runaway train, and I don't know if there's uh, going to be any stopping. You know, as the shelves become more empty because of the supply problem, well, guess what? The price is going up. The demand's still there. It's just going to get worse and worse mm-hmm. and worse, and it's going to reach a point it may not even be irreversible. And and you know, as far as like these abortion clinics, my feeling on this. As horrible as abortion is, the only bright spot is it might keep these libtards from reproducing. I mean, uh, <laughs> we're in trouble. And, and like I said, I don't know if, uh, if this keeps going. It's not going to be able to be reversed. They're talking coffee now. Going to double in price here if you can buy some on the shelf. Yeah, no, you're so, you're you're right, TJ. And I'll get, I'm going I'm to respond to that with two quick stories. Thanks for the call. Um, on, on first of all, I know you were just trying to be tongue in cheek and, and funny by saying, well, at least with abortion, they'll stop these libtards from being from reproducing. Um, I know you were just being funny, so I'm not going to make a big deal out of it. But no, of course, that's that's insane. You don't punish the baby because of their parents' ridiculously low IQs and low morals. You don't do that. Uh, that's, that's of course, just crazy. Uh, the child has a chance to grow up and, and be wonderful. Uh, but as far as the, the uh, uh, inflation, too, you know, the car, the car one, you're talking about the cars and the automotive. I saw another story this morning. In addition to the 7.5% overall inflation rate year-over-year average uh, increase, that used cars, which are already astronomically higher than they were a year ago because of the semiconductor shortage, you know, they're not making more, uh, more um, uh, new cars, their productivity is down, uh, so many lots are empty, their inventories are down, so the prices of everything that they do have on their lots is through the roof, so they can continue to make money, and that includes their used cars. I have been looking for the last... You know, a couple of months looking at uh, uh, F-150s. I want to. It's time for me to tra- trade in my Fusion, and and I'm looking for an F-150. Holy goodness! Not a chance. I can't buy it for probably at least another year, maybe two, after things settle. 
after the supply chain disruption is over, after the COVID uh, policies are over that is forcing those prices up, and obviously, you know, hopefully rather, after the Republicans take over uh, the Congress in um, uh, in November and have an opportunity to slow down the runaway Biden policies that have led to all of this. I can't even get my new vehicle. Buying things helps the, the American economy. I can't buy a truck until... Uh, you know, these prices come way, 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 way down. 40%. That's how much used cars are now on average over what they were a year ago. 40. Again, I use that number. 40%. I can't do it. And there's how many other people are in my shoes? You can tell me. 216-901-0945. Are there things you've been looking to buy that you want to buy that you're planning to buy but you can't buy because the prices are through the roof? That's to say nothing of the things you have to buy. Your food, pay the 7% higher, 7.5% higher. And depending on what it is, chicken wings, 20, 25, 30% higher. In some cases, because the average is 7.5%. Some of the things are lower. Some of the things are higher than that in terms of inflation uh, uh, price increases. So, you know, some things you've got to buy right now. You've got to buy gas. You've got to buy food. You've got to buy this, that, and the other thing in order to, to get by. And you just got to bite the bullet and, and accept that price increase, a.k.a. a tax hike, by the Democrats. But other things that you have a choice over, like for me, it's a vehicle. It's time. My vehicle's a 2013. That's a nine-year-old vehicle. It served me very well. But it's time, and I'm going to have to get a 10th year out of it, an 11th year out of it, probably, because I can't afford to go get a, uh, an F-150 right now. I just can't. How many other people are in my boat? Tell me. Because this is all due to President Brandon's policies. Make no mistake about that. It's all due to that. I saw a great post uh, earlier this morning by... Uh, uh, Jack Posobiec, who's a conservative commentator and writer, and let me see if I can find Jack here real quick, because he laid it out. Um, it was about the 70s. Yeah, here it is. He said inflation went crazy in the 70s when the price of oil jumped rapidly. Sound familiar? While the U.S. pursued massive government spending programs. Sound familiar? Led to stagflation, gas lines, economic malaise, and supply chains being cracked. Just posting for today today for no reason whatsoever. And of course that part is tongue in cheek because it is literally a carbon copy. The Carter years have come back. Uh, they have been reincarnated as the Biden years, as the Brandon years. They're back. You thought they were dead and buried. Well, they have been reincarnated right now. We'll be right back. From the lies. In life, there's truth. And tragically, there are lies. Always right with Bob France, giving you only the truth. We shall know the truth, and the truth shall make us free. On AM 1420, the Enter. All right, 9.55. Let's get a couple more calls in before the top of the hour when we talk to Dr. Everett Piper. Uh, Lisa is in Medina. That would be Lisa Woods. Good morning, Lisa. Hey, good morning. Wow, that sick fest was kind of hard to take, Bob. I... <laughs> That was a, a lot of detail there. Yeah, and I left a lot of it out. I, I, you know, I mean, it's it's it is hard to hear, but it's more importantly to me, it's hard to know that there are 
thousands and thousands and thousands of Ohio State students ages 18 to 22 or 23 that are going to go and visit these things and uh, learn those things to be carried into their lives. And it's, um, it's, it's unbelievable that it's being sponsored at a public university paid for by your tax dollars and mine. Yeah, it is. And nothing's sacred today, and I'm, I'm really sad. Um, I kind of wanted to turn it around because we do have something positive from our Buckeye State. <laughs> um, this this Saturday, we have Robert Alt, who is uh, from the uh, Buckeye Institute. And, and folks might not know, but Robert Alt is the president and CEO of the Buckeye Institute in Columbus. And Robert was one of the lead attorneys in the legal challenge to OSHA's vaccine mandate which defeated the Biden administration in court. Right. So Robert's going to be discussing the case as well as the significant need to fight back against the encroachments by government overreach. And so that's that's this Saturday at McFan. That's a good lesson. That's a good lesson to have, and we need more uh, uh, information and more weapons uh, to, to, to hold that battle with, because you're right. We want, we want it at the Supreme Court level in terms of the OSHA mandate, but the mandate still exists on the part of uh, localities, on the part of federal employees, military, and obviously private companies who enacted those things in expectation that the Supreme Court would decide with OSHA there are all kinds of employees who have still lost their jobs because they did not take the jabs and they're not going to be able to get them back. So the fight is not over by a long shot. So Saturday, Thursday, Saturday, Thursday, Cowboy, 830 in the morning, right? That's right. 830 to 10 at uh, 2743 Medina Road, Medina, Ohio. And uh, it's funny, uh, we're not sure if it's Thirsty Cowboy or Thirsty Cowboys, because when you go to the website, it says Cowboy. And uh, on the sign outside, it says an S. And I never noticed that before. <laughs> I didn't either. I thought, it was, I thought it was the Thirsty Cowboy. Singular. Yeah. You know, the, the, yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> Either way, all are welcome on uh, on uh, Saturday morning. Lisa, always a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Charlie and Westlake next. Hey, Charlie, go ahead. Hey, Bob. Thanks for taking the call. I mm-hmm. love Lisa Woods and, and the McFan group. I go out there a lot. It's a ride from Westlake, but it's worth it. It's worth it every time. Good people out there. Good people. What you got for me, Charlie? And, uh, <laughs> last night I'm watching, they got this new bill from Florida called the Don't Say Gay Bill. It's for I guess teachers in Florida aren't allowed to bring up sex until the fourth grade, which, you know, I'm thinking, I'm listening to what you're saying about Ohio State. These are all our future teachers. They're they're teaching our teachers to teach this stuff. And, uh, you know, I'm all for this bill. You know, they're attacking DeSantis, saying he's anti-gay. It's not anti-gay at all. It's telling teachers don't bring up sex until the kid's in fourth grade. I don't and know why they're right. bringing. I don't know why they're bringing up sex in fourth grade. Even why is that not something until that the very earliest middle school? And I don't mean sex in terms of uh, as in terms of what sex are you, which of course is biological. And there are only two, as you know and I know. There's male and there's female. But in terms of sexual orientation, you have to then get into sexuality, which is highly inappropriate for fourth graders. Fourth graders aren't into sexuality, nor should they be exposed to it. And if they are, it should be only by their parents, not by school curricula yeah i guess they've been pushing this you know homosexual stuff on kids and and you know what, well, what yeah, they're recruiting are you, what, are you a recruiting. boy or are you a yeah they're yeah, recruiting recru- the trans grooming too a lot of the, teachers are grooming these kids they're gay themselves they want kids to be gay it's it's sick it's, there are countless numbers grooming. charlie yeah charlie there's countless numbers of videos posted by gay or queer or trans or this that or the other non-binary uh, teachers online and thanks for the call um that are indeed pushing this 
And yes, they teach it and push it upon their, their students. There is no question. We have seen it time and time again. They are recruiting and grooming to build the number of trans kids in this country to make it something that is normalized. And that we, they will take kids and twist their minds into saying, I am not what my body says I am, all because it helps them in their long-term political agenda. Uh, it's disgusting. Thank you for the call, my friend. We'll be back after the news. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.